This is Tom and Becky in the Morning in podcast form. Presented by United Staffing Associates. Choose a job you love and you never have to work a day in your life. Let USA help you find your new career or a new employment opportunity. United We Staff. 98.1 K-Jug with Tom and Becky in the Morning. Well, happy birthday, Jesus. Sorry your party's so lame. 15 things emotionally mature people do. We have two quizzes today. We have one quiz about Gen Z that you're going to give to me. And then we have this, which I want to do together, if you don't mind. Okay. So th- th- here are 15 signs of emotionally mature people. And then you tell me if, if, like, if, where you think I'm at on this. Okay. Number one, the ability to recognize and admit when you're wrong. Do I do a good job of that? No, I know. I'm not saying no. I would say, actually... Yes, oh. sometimes I believe. Yes, you can say okay. okay. Yes, right. I was wrong, but you will back that up with. But here's why. Okay, then that's not an apology. I don't like. Well, that's but all I don't that think is. you that have is. to apologize. No, I think right. you're admitting if yeah. you are. Yeah. Oh, I was wrong because of this, right? Because I was my wrong, mom. but I was wrong because of yeah this reason. I see. Okay, we got a bunch to get through. That was a long one. <laughs> Number two, the ability to recognize and admit when you're being biased. I don't care about that one. I'm biased because but I I'm think, 55 yes, and I have you my... You 1,000% would be like, yes, yeah. I... The ability to recognize and accept your own feelings and needs. Am I a... Am I, a fe- I think you recognize your own feelings Do and you? needs. Maybe I am emotionally mature. Who knows? Maybe more so than other people's feelings The and ability needs. to recognize that your feelings don't run the show. No, you do not. Oh, that's a hard pass. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I got that. What, is, what do you call it? Main character syndrome. That one. That one I got. Number five. Emotionally mature people set healthy boundaries. I don't know. I mean, I kind of. I, I don't know. I know no. Them. Yeah, no. I'm going to say no yeah. on that one. <laughs> um, the ability to pause between feeling and reacting. Yes, I think I you're. Think I do I good think at you're, that one. Yes, I do think you're good actually, at that one. I actually want to step back a little bit. Uh, again, these are uh, signs. I of think emotion. I'm terrible at that one. That's right. You just you you hear in your head, out your mouth, uh, right there, and just don't give but i should i know emotionally mature people here we go uh the ability to practice self-control and delayed gratification not very good at that i'm not i don't think you're (laughs) not doing that anymore it's 2022 everything needs to be immediate does that mean like no patience it just means i want it now i want it all right yeah okay the resilience to demonstrate positivity and optimism I think you're okay with that. I think I'm okay. I mean, I, I'm i pretty big smart A here, but like, you know. I think you're okay, though, with, you know. Oh, this is bad. Again, I'm I don't think like people. if there's a situation, you immediately go to the negative and make it worse. I do think that you attempt to thank make you. it better. Like, let's like think about it. and yeah. Okay, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Uh, mostly mature people uh, listen in order to understand. They have the capacity to listen in order to understand. You're hesitating because I thought, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ability to express humility and gratitude. I struggle so much with the G word. I just do. But anyway, what do you think? The ability to express humility. 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 And gratitude. Yeah. I, you're like Let's mid do there. those one at a time. Yeah, because they're two different things. Humility. Humility. I don't know, Gratitude? like self-deprecating humor. I yeah, think that you fine. have. So I think that you're fine with that. Actually, I yeah. think that you're very much 
okay with that and have right. fun with it. All right, here we go. Last one. Signs of emotionally mature people. The ability to take a step back and not take it all so personally. I don't know. It still hurts deep down <laughs> because I'm the only one in the room that you're directing those comments to. Are you talking about me? No, no, no. no. I'm talking about anything, anybody. But I'm okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that you are an extreme on either one of those. I think that you are right there in the middle, which is what most people probably are. Yeah. I mean, I everyone don't, wants to say that they are. I don't actually hate Apple, and I don't think Apple actually hates me. Right. Or, but if you you're know. a person who's like, yes, I'm completely fine with all of those. Like, are you totally emotionless then? I mean, if you do everything right, then you're emotionally mature. You've achieved superstardom. Well, and and I know. think there's being emotionally mature and then completely emotionless. If it's like, you know, All nothing right, bothers me. Yeah. And you just are. I mean, immediately go to heaven. Don't pass go. Just go. Cold about everything. Then. Yeah. I don't want to be that way either. I'm working at getting more in touch. I think you're fine feelings. with that. I think you are right there where the average person is with all of that. Granted, I'm 55, not 35, but I'm getting there. I'll get there. Now you're just saying things that. Okay. Even, Never mind. <laughs> it seems like deep I'm somewhere where the rest of us aren't quite with you. <laughs> it seems like maybe I am kind of emotionally mature. Kind of. I thought I would be horrible at that. Thanks, B. Welcome. That's nice. You're right. You're fine. Look at that. You're good to go. Look at that, man. Bestie. That's nice. All right, how did anybody else do on the test? Anybody? And no one has said. Oh, Judy the Dispatcher. Love that main character syndrome. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. That's it. All right. Good job. Still thinking about like being that kind of yeah. fifty-five, not thirty-five thing, which I'm still not understanding. Because I'm learning about. later in life. I like oh, I people, gotcha. people get there right. earlier than me. You that's know when all. they say like women mature faster than men? Yes. That's not an excuse for you anymore, though, because you are right, fifty-five. I'm past that, so yeah. like, that's really not an excuse past the age of twenty-five. Right. You know. You're right. I'm thirty years behind on that. Well, you remember Jennifer Nettles? Of course, uh, lead back. singer, one of a couple members of the band Sugarland. That's no longer a band. Had a big run in country music for a while. You can just, can you no, just, put, I, I just, just there you go. I okay. Go. Um, anyway, and then they had to break up, right? And all that. Anyway, now, uh, now we have some a Jennifer Nettles update for you, but let me start with this first. She is set to host a dating show, which is coming to Fox in the spring called Farmer Wants a Wife. The series is based on the British version of the show and will explore if love can blossom between farmers and women who prefer the city. Each farmer will make a match with a woman and then introduce their potential spouse to the farming lifestyle and all of its non-glamorous aspects. Viewers will watch to see if the new relationship can survive the differing lifestyles. Farmer Wants a Wife will premiere on Fox Wednesday, March 8th. Okay, can I tell you, I feel like someone from this area is going to be on that show for some uh, reason. I, yeah, yes, you can. <laughs> can I tell you something that you may uh, you may not think that I would say? I got to be honest with you. I think I'm really into the show already. I think I'm into it. You can't it. be. I think I'm into it. You I cannot be. I am going to absolutely set the record button. And record this and watch this. I think I'm going to be into this. And knowing you, I think you'll be into it for an episode. You'll be like, I tried. It was really dumb. I think it's going to be great. Can you imagine Hillbilly Jed and a real housewife from New York? 
I think I'm into it. They've at least got me, got my interest peaked, okay? March 8th. I got to remember that's Bobby, my son's birthday. Maybe that's how I can remember it. Bobby, for your Farmer birthday. Bobby. We'll take you out to sushi and then let's go home and to my house because he doesn't live with me anymore. But we'll go to my house and we'll watch Farmer Wants a Wife. I'm sure that's what he wants to do exactly as a birthday in his 20s. 26-year-old wants. With his anyone. dad to right. go to sushi and right. then watch he loves sushi. Farmer Wants a Wife. Right. We'll bond. We'll bond over that one. And his girlfriend, girlfriend will, be... will be there. And yeah, sure. Maybe she like wants to... I don't know. Plan something fun for his birthday for them for those two to go do. You're very intrusive with your so, kids. It's a, it's a thought. It's a thought. You like the idea of the birthday gifts we gave this year. You just don't like the premise of, hey, we're giving you a gift that we have to be involved. That in too. I'm there I with. Like I thought it was cool. Like, oh, you're giving them a trip somewhere. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know the stipulation was that you I had to go. go with them. You're going to see George Strait in Vegas. <laughs> I'm going to see George Strait in Vegas. That's how that goes. Sorry. That's just the way it goes. That is unbelievable. It really was a really good idea. Cost me a fortune, but really good idea. All right. Uh, I hope someone picks like, you don't know. Stop. Stop. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I was so happy last night. I was hanging out with my buddies. We were doing our, our weekend football uh, gambling bets. And a couple of my buddies said that they had recently got Edo Pasta. Heard me talking about it. And they're like, we'll give it a try. And, uh... That's good to hear. I mean, more and more people are trying Edo Pasta. More and more people are discovering Edo Pasta in the Little Red Box, the uh, the factory located right in Tin City up in Templeton there. The pasta's different. I'm telling you, it's more hearty. It's better tasting. It's better for you. It is an American craft pasta, small batch. It's produced in the old world Italian style. You can find it at Whole Foods in San Luis Obispo. Uh, you can get it at California Fresh down in Pismo. Uh, DePaulo and Sons at Shell Beach, or if you're up in the North County, uh, you can get it at Tin City. Like I said, they got a whole store right there. Give it a shot, if you would, please. Edo Pasta. When you eat pasta, you should eat the best. This is genuine homemade Italian pasta right here on the Central Coast. Edo. It's K-Jog with Tom and Becky. Good morning. The time has come on this Friday for me to sing a Christmas song. Uh, brought to you by our friends at Port Richards Press and Miracle Embroidery. I do this because I want to lead by example. I want to... Uh, encourage you to sing loud and proud especially kids especially if you don't have a good voice i have a horrible singing voice but I, and i don't sing often but i sing christmas carols come on sing them loud sing them proud where are you at on the instagram live we're there we're there okay i think and by the way today becky has chosen all i want for christmas is you because it's friday it's friday and i really have after yesterday yeah confidence in you. Your scarf up. game is getting yeah. better with how you're tying it. I, lose it a li- I know, right? It's, it's solid. Yes. It's solid. Okay. So I think that I put on my, I put on a nice black shirt, got my red scarf, yes. my leather jacket on. I've been waiting a little while to have you sing this one this because I just think one. you needed to, you know, one. and it's our last Friday until right. Christmas. Till next, next Until we're going to be yeah, here at right, least. Right. So it's Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. Hang on while I do one last thing. What are you doing? Oh, <laughs> but don't but don't eat something before. <laughs> I feel like I need a breath mint before I sing this song. I'm getting nervous for all of us on Instagram Live. Oh, that's right. They have no music. All right, ready? Here we go. And you you've practiced a couple of times, a little, and yeah. I really want you to like. I really want you to try. Okay. All right. Finish that mint. You're gonna mess it up. Okay. Here we go. Okay. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> 
Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own. Singers. Oh, that would be nice. That would have been I nice. I kind of felt like you nice. were being a great backup singer for Mariah just now. I could have, yeah, I could have been. It was really good. Really yeah. good job, okay, thank buddy. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, sometimes you got to give it the old college try. All right, hang tight. Coming up next will be the Christmas bedtime story, the classic Christmas Christ- bedtime story called A Die Hard oh, Christmas. That's right. I will read the classic bedtime story 
to all the kids in Jug Country next. Like the whole thing? Yeah, it's only like four minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. All but right. It rhymes and Did anyway. You time yourself? I. It's four minutes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't need to know what you don't do on your off time. <laughs> One and only time I want to ask the question: Do you think Die Hard's a Christmas movie? And you've not even seen it. I don't know. I've never seen it. I can't. I cannot say yes or no. I would say based on he other people's opinions, California I hear through working here yeah. and everything, the majority seem like it is a Christmas movie. The majority okay. of people seem to say it is a Christmas movie okay. from what I hear. I've never seen it, though. I don't know. I would I would think so, too, and I would be in that majority. But when I read these online things, of like 60% of Americans don't think it's a Christmas movie. I I don't agree with that. I don't know. I don't agree with that survey. I, I'm like you. Every, what? It's a Christmas movie. I don't know. Movie. Okay. Anyway. The first, no, I, I want 20 texts right now. Oh, go. And we're going to go. Just say, just text in yes, yes or, or no. no. Yeah. And then we're going to Is base it off hard? of this. Okay. Okay? I'll keep telling you. You just read them. You say yes or no and I'll okay. just go. Uh, yes. Gary the Extreme Gamer, yes. Okay, go. whoa. Now that you're coming in. Okay. Right. Okay, that's enough text. Okay. Um, you just ask for the text line, a yes or no. Go. Go. Okay. Sorry. Gary, yes. Yeah, I got that one. Unnamed, yes. Craft Singles and Whiskey, yes. Unnamed, yes. I'm not going to read their names. I'm just going to go. Yep. Laura from Paso, yes. Another yes. Um, it's yes, a, it's a yes, it's a, yes. Yeah, it's a Christmas movie. Right, Jug Country thinks No. So. All right. Got one. Yes. Okay. No. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. There How you go. 20. Okay. 20 to 2. So basically by go. a margin of 10 to 1. Chuck Country thinks it's a Christmas movie. Well, without further ado... And they're still coming in saying yes. If you haven't seen it, I'm about to read it. Here you go, ladies and gentlemen. It's the classic Christmas bedtime story for the kids. Gather round. It's a Die Hard Christmas. A Die Hard Christmas. Written by Doogie Horner. Illustrated by J.J. Harrison. Twas the night before Christmas, and up in the tower, everyone was partying, except one wallflower... John McLean missed his wife. Things just weren't the same since Holly had moved west and changed her last name. He tried to win her back, but still she said no. While unbeknownst to them, there was trouble below. A truck had pulled up, and who should disembark but fourteen men whose intentions were dark? They spoke not a word and unloaded big crates. They cut the phone lines and locked all the gates. Carl swept the ground floor, shooting every guard dead, while visions of bear bonds danced in his head. John took off his shoes, making fists with his toes. It actually worked. Well, what do you know? When out in the lobby there arose such a clatter, he sprung to the door to see what was the matter. When what to his wondering eye should appear, holy crap, there are terrorists here! John hid under a table where no one could see and watched Hans question Mr. Takagi. I'm going to count to three. There will not be a four. Give me the codes to open the vault door. I don't know the codes, so go ahead and shoot. Okay, said Hans Gruber, and ruined Takagi's suit. John tried to call the cops by pulling an alarm, but instead called the bad guys who tried to cause him harm. But John killed Tony, who had very small feet, and sent him to the terrorists as a yuletide treat. He put a Santa hat on the German and eyes all aglow, wrote, Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. 
Carl was furious, Tony was his brother, and he chased John across the roof, and they shot at each other. John was able to escape through the ventilation shafts, come out to the coast, he sighed. We'll have a few laughs. At Nakatomi Tower, Sergeant Powell appeared. He checked the whole lobby and saw nothing weird. He was pulling away but didn't get far before Marco landed on the hood of his car. Powell drove away backwards, screaming in fright. Welcome to the party, pal, John yelled with delight. More police arrived, the FBI and a SWAT team, but Hans didn't mind. It was all part of his scheme. More rapid than eagles, his henchmen, they came, and he radioed and shouted and called them by name. Now Eddie, now James, now Franco, now Uli, on Fritz, and on Carl, hair long and unruly. They shot the SWAT tank with a surface-to-air missile and knocked it away like the down of a thistle. Now John McClain was angry indeed. He blew up two terrorists and called them jerkweed. Ellis told Hans, Bubby, I'm your white knight. Hans shot him dead and gave the hostages a fright. Hans went to check on the explosives fuse and saw that poor John wasn't wearing any shoes. John fled from Carl and Hans, but alas, he had to run barefoot over sharp, broken glass. His feet, how they hurt, his soles, oh so bloody. John crawled to the bathroom and called his good buddy. John was weary and ready to throw in the towel until he got a pep talk from Sergeant Al Powell. Powell was chubby and plump, a rightly jolly old cop and he trusted the cowboy in the tattered tank top. But a reporter was probing into McLean's life and revealed that Holly was actually John's wife. Hans quickly flipped over the gold picture frame. It's a pleasure to meet you, Mrs. McLean. His clothes all tarnished with ashes and soot. John staggered to the roof, bloody and barefoot. The explosives were wired to the rooftop with care in hopes that the hostages soon would be there. John warned everyone the roof would soon blow as the chopper strafed him with high-powered ammo. Around his waif, he tied a fire hose tight and screamed an oath, jumped into the night. He dangled in the air and gritted his teeth with flames and circled the tower like a wreath. Fiercely fighting his way back inside, John yelled at Hans. He was done trying to hide. He limped to the vault like an old man on crutches, only to find Holly in his filthy clutches. John dropped his gun, put his hands on his head. It seemed he and Holly soon would be dead with a secret gun taped to his back. John shot Hans in a surprise attack. Hans fell out the window, still holding Holly's arm, and slowly, deliberately raised his firearm. The tenacious villain held on by his nails till John unhooked Holly's watch and said, Happy trails. Bare bonds fluttered like fresh-fallen snow as Holly embraced her blood-spattered bow. So Merry Christmas to all, be kind to one another, and most of all, yippee ki